0: You're listening to Shaping Narratives, a collection of voices from West Michigan's communities of color, brought to you by WGVU, NPR and PBS in West Michigan, and in partnership with the W.K. Kellogg Foundation. The voice of today's podcast is Christine Wongi, host of WGVU's The Black Honest Truth, a podcast exploring the distinct experiences that African immigrants and African Americans have with blackness. A first-generation transplant from Nairobi, Kenya, Christine has degrees from both the U.S. and England. medical and health background, help her find expert voices to discuss health and home and isolation.
1: Today, we are joined by mindfulness educator Doreen Mangrum. Doreen, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. I'm very, very happy at this time to be here. Wonderful. Now, during this COVID 19 pandemic, many people are experiencing heightened stress and anxiety from the long term um, effects of social distancing and quarantine. And a lot of people are looking to various ways of coping and exercising mindfulness and a lot of self care. So we hear a lot of different terms such as wellness mindfulness and even meditation do you mind telling our listeners or educating them on the difference between wellness mindfulness and meditation Mm -hmm. so
2: mindfulness is a means to wellness mindfulness is a way to live to be in relationships to be with yourself Mindfulness is a way to wellness via dealing with emotions um, and anxiety. Meditation is a means to get to mindfulness. So we meditate to learn to work with our body and our mind, to recognize what's happening within our body and our mind. And then when we're done with the meditation, we can walk our life in mindfulness or mindfully. Does that help?
1: Yes, that actually helps quite a lot. And during this time, managing anxiety, where one may want to practice meditation, what are some strategies to utilize meditation as a self-care practice that you have been either utilizing yourself or teaching others?
2: Right. Well, there's both of that. I teach others and I utilize myself. I meditate every day and practice mindfulness every day. And it is a practice. Um, So you talk about anxiety, but I do need to add in uh, now during this COVID crisis, um, the disappointment, the frustration, the anxiety and the stress. But there's anger and sadness and loneliness, and there's so many different things going on with so many different people in all walks of life. And so when we talk about um, strategies, um, there's many, but I'm going to try to focus on something that might help a listener right now. So first of all, you come to mindfulness with an open mind and an open heart, of course. And what the first, one of the first things we teach you to do is be mindful of your body. Just recognize where your body is sitting, where your feet are on the floor, uh, what is supporting you. And then you just go to that place and you just pay attention to that. The other one is paying attention to your breath. And there's two different ways to pay attention to your breath. There's lots of different ways, but these two are um, foundational in mindfulness. So by going either to where you feel the breath in the nose, the chest, or the abdomen, and you choose one of those that works for you, we call that your anchor breath, and that's always there for you. You can always go to your breath. No matter what the situation, no matter what the emotion, you can stop, recognize the emotion, and then take some breath and noticing it. The other type of breath is just using um, anchor words. So some people prefer to say breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Some just say in, out, some may count their breath. So you can add an anchor word to that breath. Hmm. Um, Those are two of the strategies. The other really important one, um, we use gratitude and soaking in the good. So when there's times where it's just frustrating, you can stop and you can have gratitude. We just call it a gratitude practice. And we teach kids and adults alike, just say three things that you're grateful for. Notice how your body feels now. And there's usually a change. And then soaking in the good is an opportunity. um, As you notice disappointment, you notice it. You say, oh, I'm going to remember a time. um, You think of a loved one or a loving situation a pet or an animal or just a good situation and you close your eyes and you think of that situation and you soak in that good. These are moments that can change the way you're perceiving and the way you're responding. So those are a few techniques.
1: Thank you so much. I was especially taken aback at the fact that this can even be used for children. I I had never thought of meditation for children, but I'm so excited to hear that it is a strategy that children can also benefit from. So as a listen, mm -hmm. I'm just going to add that too. Thank you for saying that. The uh,
2: mindfulness is for all walks of life, everybody, all ages. I've even taught preschoolers. I've, I've taught special needs students um i worked at a homeless shelter for women um this is not a religious based um practice it's just it's just open for everybody it's all inclusive and it's really important to say that so thank you for bringing up the kids
1: absolutely and mm-hmm. so as a listener Um, hearing this, I may want to plug in. I may want to get started, perhaps as a beginner, perhaps as a continuation of a practice I once used to love but have fallen out of touch with. What are resources um, that you are sharing with your students and with the community to access the practice of meditation during this time?
2: Yeah. So um, there are apps on Um, that you have access to, Uh, Insight Timer, that's I-N-S-I-G-H-T, Timer, is a free app that I use all the time. That app has things for children on it. It has meditation. It has some courses you might have to pay for, but everything else is free. It has guided meditations that are amazing, anywhere from five minutes to 50 minutes. You You can filter through any of that. Headspace and Calm are also very popular. I don't use them as much, but they are popular and they do have a fee that goes with them. And if you just Google mindfulness, I will tell you resources galore will come up. So, um, yeah. And the Mindful Schools curriculum um, is what we use with students. Uh, You have to be a certified instructor in the curriculum, but that is a, a great resource.
1: That's great. Thank you so much for sharing those. And should our listeners wish to contact you and learn more about meditation or potentially start this useful practice with your guidance, how can they do so?
2: So I do have a website, uh, www.mangrumconsultation and the soul and consultation is soul.com or they can call me 616-951 Three zero two four, and I'm happy to talk to anybody that's interested. I have a small practice, but um, we have a great um, program here in Grand Rapids called the Grand Rapids Center for Mindfulness. And Carol Hendershot is one of the co-founders, along with April Hadley. Carol is a certified uh, mindful-based stress reduction instructor, and this is all um, uh, MBSR, mindful-based stress reduction, comes from the John Kabat-Zinn. Protocol and is an amazing program. That's really what got me started on a really good track in terms of meditation and mindfulness. And she can be reached at www.grcfm.com. That's the Grand Rapids Center for Mindfulness.com. And I'd like to give you her number as well 616 361 3660. Um, Carol's also a great clearinghouse. If anybody has any questions, she can get them to the right people that she needs. Cheryl Blackington works with teens, very important. Um, I worked with teens also, and um, her website is teensjustbreathe, and her email is teensjustbreathe at gmail.com. She has uh, reduced prices on her classes right now because of the situation. And um, she also works with parents and there'll be a parenting series in the summer. And then Patty Ward is the guru in the mindful schools here in our area. We're very fortunate to have her here. She works with the folks out in California and her website is mindful moments in edu at Gmail. And, um, you can call her at 616-204-2099. And I have one more that I'd like to share with you. Um, Leonard Van Gelder is a physical therapist and works uh, with a, is the executive of the My Movement and Pain Specialist. Um, Dynamic Movement and Recovery, DMR, is the name of the organization. And they do great work helping people with pain And they include mindfulness into that. So they're working with the mind and the body together, which is now research is saying so much about how that helps in dealing with pain. And the other thing that comes to mind too, I just want to say is there's so much research now behind behind mindfulness and how um, it really can um, change our brains and how we respond and, and work with relationships and people and our own selves. So... Thank you for that opportunity, Christine. I appreciate
1: it. Absolutely. Thank you very much for joining us. This has been Christine with WGVU.
0: Shaping Narratives, a collection of voices from West Michigan's communities of color, is brought to you in partnership with the W.K. Kellogg Foundation, a partner with communities where children come first. Want to hear more Shaping Narratives episodes? Download and subscribe at WGVU.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Please rate and subscribe if you get a chance. It helps us to know you're listening. Chipping Nervous is produced by WGVU, PBS and NPR in West Michigan, through the facilities of the Meyer Public Broadcast Center, a service of Grand Valley State University. Matt Gruppen processed all the audio. Joe Bilecki edits each episode. Vansor designed our graphics and manages our web presence. Delane is our director of content. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of WGU or Grand Valley State University.